since my blog's popping. Picking up this pen now. Hands up, it's a hands down. Spinzo got the box crown. Put this ring on my finger, you see it before you see me. Let me show you how much of a boss young spin can be. Talk down on me, but keep up with me. It's a fan. Hater, they flock together, call it good vibes. It's a scam. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Ice cream cone like I'm Gucci man. Spin got the sauce, I ain't leave a stain. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to Case Rotation. My name is Box Jetson. And I'm Spinisha Simone. And we want to thank y'all for tuning into our podcast. You know, welcome back. We took a, a week off due to some technical difficulties. Shout out to DJ Byrne helping us get it squared away with that. We'll get more into that in a few. But can we touch base on the verse that we heard in the intro to this podcast? Just a disclaimer, guys, I'm not a rapper. No, she's I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. She's most certainly a rapper. And, you know, the name of that song that we had, we, we just recorded that this weekend. Just got to, you know, mix down and whatnot. But the name of it is Ballin'. It's to the Gucci Gang beat, um, Gucci Gang freestyle, if you will. such a good song. And it was our first collaboration. Um, <laughs> very interesting collaboration. Yeah, I was going to say, interesting process. Yeah, you could definitely say that. Box um, killed the transition. What you guys heard, he over here looking like he don't like this compliment that I just gave him, but yeah, he killed that transition. It was sweet, but what transition? The when the beat like we stopped the beat and then it was uh, oh, so that. we got the salsa. I leave us saying oh, oh yeah, the yeah. Beastie Boys. It was sweet. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Just like bringing all the because I mean. We thought about it just randomly, like, oh, yeah, let's, like, just do a freestyle to this. Because I just really love the song. And, like I said on the song, I haven't rapped in years. <laughs> like, Since you was 14. Yeah, like, when I thought being, like, I wanted to be a rapper, and I definitely don't. But um, it was fun. I don't think Box, like, took me seriously at first. Like, that I really wanted to do it. But it came together nice. But, again, not a rapper. It was very helpful, especially for me, because, you know, especially the people who know me best, they understand, like, I'm a huge music head. Like, I love music. Love, 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 love music. I want to incorporate it into my profession when I, you know, work in my own practice and everything. Um, but I just kind of take a step. I've taken a step back due to the fact that I've been super busy. So, like, even some of the artists in the city, they, like, look to me like, you know, when, when, when you coming out with it, when you dropping, bro, like... You've been playing. Um, I'm just like, man, I ain't really had time. So Spanisha kind of encouraged me to get back into it a little bit. Um, I'm still rusty, <laughs> as y'all will hear when y'all listen to the no. track. And she definitely left me on it. Not even but, close. Bro, you watched me, bro. Not even close. You um, watched my sins away on that track. <laughs> Not even close. But, I mean, it was fun. Definitely would like to stay in the singing lane. But it was fun to like get out of that, like going to a new lane. It was cool. But yeah, that song, in addition to our previous podcast and this podcast, will be on uh. <laughs> our new website. Shout, Shout out, out to, to DJ Burn, man. Burn really showed love. He sat down with us and, you know, we told him our dilemma about how SoundCloud was playing us. They were deleting our podcast, they were hiding podcasts, taking our listens away. 
So then he, you know, came through in the clutch and showed us how to get it on our own. Like, we don't need to depend on SoundCloud. Yeah. So now you guys can listen to every episode and in order. You can do that either on iTunes on our Case Rotation account, or you can go to our website, which is Spox Forever, S-P-O-X-X, forever.com. Or you can listen on flypapermagazine.com, because we are also on there, along with To The Drummer's Beat, the official Flypaper podcast. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's going down. Um, Yeah, so that's exciting. So yeah, look forward to like new um, content on our website and new music. I'm definitely going to work on an R&B project, not a rap project. So <laughs> you don't have to listen to too many more raps from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said she retired from rap, but I don't think I'm going to let her do that. Right, I'm out the rap game. She a little too good. Like her <laughs> flow, her delivery, everything, Like she just, it didn't seem like she had taken a 13 year break from this. Thank you, Box. <laughs> You're most welcome. You're very welcome. Um, but yeah. So yeah, Burn really you guys should thank him for it because this is why we like we have like our whole setup together. It's because of Burn. Yes, thank you, Burn. Um What else? We've been getting what else have we been up to? It was a very good weekend for the city. Yeah. You had a Pepsi Music Factory. Hosted yeah. by Warhol and Wall Street were one of Spanish's favorite <laughs> events. Well, not favorite events, but they had a very amazing portion yes. in the event. So I'll let her go ahead and no, no, touch no. base on that. Box, you handle this. <laughs> Take it away. Oh, man. So, all right. It, they had this, this segment called The Silent Disco. And what that is, is where two DJs basically go head to head with their mix, their playing their favorite songs, mixing it together, having the transitions to tie it all in. And they're going head-to-head in a room where one DJ has on blue headphones and the other DJ has on red headphones. But the headphones that we are provided throughout the session, they have two, three different colors. So the red one is for the red DJ, the blue one is for the blue DJ, and the green one is if you want to just chill out and listen to no music. And, you know, based on who's really killing the game, who who's really putting the mixes out there in, in a phenomenal way, they'll have the most headphones lit up. So there was times where red DJ will have a completely red room or blue DJ will have a completely blue room or it'll be a nice mix just depending on who was um, who was really bringing it at that point. And my favorite performance was Burn and Astro because, like, you know, A, they're really good friends of ours. They're good supporters of the city. They, they have a good um, buzz going about themselves. And they both bring different sounds. So it was good to flip back and forth between them because, you know, with Burn, you'll get a nice hip-hop EDM mix, what he was um, bringing to the table. And then Astro kind of had that. He had old-school rap in there. He had some new-school rap. And, like, his, like, back-and-forth play was really good. He dropped a Tiger track in there. So I had to shout him out on Twitter for that, man. That made me real happy. Um, And then also Burn, he did... What did he play? It was the song... Ah. <sighs> Mi gente is that yeah, what it's called? The Beyonce oh my gosh, he killed it. And if you guys want to hear Burns mix, you can listen to his podcast, WBRN Radio. You can find that on iTunes. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was fun. The silent disco. Cause it's like I like to go to parties just to hear music most of the time. Mm-hmm. So just like being able to just go to a party where I just am listening to music, it was perfect. It was such a good time. And I wanted to say this because I didn't say in the beginning. 
Um, we have an interesting recording situation right now, so we have um, a little furry friend here. We got so the dog might... in the studio, man. Shout out to Noche. Shout out to Kristen. So um, you guys might hear him making noise or like, you know. Yeah, don't be discouraged. Yeah. Don't don't think something weird is going on. Yeah, we on. just got a we just, got a pup. Yeah, we got a little pup back here, man. Um, but yeah, the silent disco was great. That was definitely my favorite part. And then we went to Naye's event, um, I am, which was a really good time. It was. Learned a lot about Naye yeah. that night too, man. He was really vulnerable, really open, and you know I hadn't seen that side of him before. So. Yeah, and then Corey did an amazing job. I loved her Sesame Street poem. Oh yeah, that was. It was super so good. Lit. And she hadn't performed in 10 years either. Speaking of really? y'all decade breaks, you taking a decade break from rap, she taking a decade <laughs> break from spitting poetry, oh, but y'all out. come back like y'all ain't missed a beat. Shout out to Auntie. Yeah, Auntie Corey definitely, she snapped on she, her poetry. She really did. Uh, Trig, Trig had a performance the next day. He had a listening party. The listening party. party, yeah. But there was somebody else at the... Um, Trek Manifest. Trek, Brittany Neal. Oh yeah, Trek and Brittany Neal. Trek, man, his performance is crazy. I mean, not performance, his stage presence is ridiculous. Trek is a really good person. Yes, good man, good music. Um, like, just, and I think being at an event like that, too, like, I mean, not to talk about the event, but I'm just saying, like, you know, the stuff that he's done and the things that he has access to and then to still, like, be that connected to the city and, like, the people who support you and, like, to do a show there yeah. is, like... It says a lot about his character. Because the Naye event, like, it was super dope. But at the same time, it was, like, an intimate. Intimate. Yeah, like a, a yeah. groove session, if you will. And Trek Manifest, like, he's one of the bigger names in the city. And to, you know, see him perform at ComFest, shut that stage down. See him perform at Creative Control Fest, and he shut that stage down. And then to see him being, you know, humble enough to go to a, a groove session. Yeah. Like, it was just, it really spoke to me. I'm like, man, like. It just says a they lot about him, people, yeah. about oh, him as an artist and as a person. Yeah. And just, like, the love he has for the city. Yeah, for sure. So, and he had a really great scarf. He did, so man. shout out to his wife. Talking about, my wife got me this seven years ago. <laughs> like, bro, bro, you got that last week. Like, I need that plug. I need that plug. And then uh, Trigg's event, um, his listening party, because his project just dropped. Yeah, Ross Form, Sean Don't Be So Focused. Sean Don't Be So Focused. Um, yeah, they, man, them beats was fire. Trig was going off on every track. Um, I was really glad to be at the listening party, but I just couldn't do it, man. Like, my my stomach started getting the best of me. It was just so many people there, and it was, yeah. like, cramped. But it was, it was... I'd be getting claustrophobic. It was exciting, though, just to see, like, all these people, like, show up for it. It was really exciting. So yeah. it, was, it was, like, a good weekend. Yeah, it was definitely a good weekend for the city, man. In terms of art, in terms of music, um, we got a track done. <laughs> One of soon to be many. Yeah, we. We're... I hope to have a. Okay, I'm gonna say it here so I can hold myself accountable. I hope to have my. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like trying to make sure I like perfectly say it. I hope to have my. No, a project done. Within like the next six months, you heard it here first. Within the next six months, <laughs> she's hoping to have a project an done. Project within the next six months. I'm holding her accountable. Sean Don, if you're listening, we will be needing your services because my production skills are pretty <laughs> limited when it comes to music. 
I can produce a rap track every once in a while, but that R&B, man, I'm going to need you to flip that Jill Scott sample for and me. And it's crazy because, like, I've been working on said project for about six years now, so it's just about, you know, six months is enough time. I got a project I've been working on for a few years. I know, but I, but I would just like to get it done. Like, I'm just, like, I'm really motivated to just get it done. Um, also, guys, continue to rate us on iTunes. You wanted to throw that out there? Yeah, right on iTunes. You can now listen to us on iTunes. We may put podcasts and songs back on SoundCloud, but I'm just fed up with them with I, the way that they did us. Yeah, I don't us, think so, I'll do that, but... Um, uh, it will be on the website. It will be on iTunes. Shout out to all of the people who were like, oh my gosh, like when, when are we going to have another episode? I don't know if I, I shout out all the people who gave us ratings on iTunes last time, but... We did. Okay. But that made me feel good, though, because me too. people I didn't even know were listening to the podcast were yeah, hitting me same. up like, yo, where episode one go? Or, yeah. oh, why didn't y'all drop this week? And and then, you know, t- I was talking to Malcolm. Shout out to Malcolm again. But Hey, uh, hey this is so funny. Carlos, if you're listening, <laughs> Carlos was like, <laughs> he was imitating the podcast. And we, he, we were talking about, oh, it's Box Judson and I'm Spanish Simone. And then he said, and you got to say, shout out to Malcolm. <laughs> he was like. Every episode, you shout out to Malcolm. You my train of thought. My bad. I'm the queen of like making <laughs> what was I talking about? Forget what he was talking about. Malcolm. Before that. I thought it was Malcolm. I mean, we can go see. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. It was uh, Malcolm. It was for sure you were talking about Malcolm because that's what I said. I mean, I know I was talking about him, but I can't remember what. We were talking about the about. podcast. We were t- oh, you were talking about when people come up to you and like say stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, you got my back. But yeah. yeah, Malcolm and I, we were talking about that. The other day, like, it kind of makes you feel... I mean, not to... None of us have big heads. Like, let's just get that out the way now. I but say, we really don't. Yeah, it just makes you feel kind of like a local celebrity when people are coming up to you and, like, continuing the conversation from your podcast and, you know, agreeing with you on some of the things you talked about. Even letting you know, like, hey, I didn't agree with this part, but I respect your stance. Like, it's just good to hear people give, giving that feedback, you know, Letting me know that they appreciate the podcast. Letting me know they support. Letting me know they listen. Like, it's a good feeling. So, keep that up, man. I wouldn't even say, like, local celebrity. It just makes me feel like, okay, you're paying attention. Like, and what I'm saying is interesting enough for you to want to continue to talk to me about it. Yeah. That's how I feel. I mean, people also don't really say too much to me about it. But, um, yeah, if they were to, I guess that's how I would feel about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, yeah, let's, let's get into these topics. Unless you got some... Some other things to... I mean, just a quick, very, very quick disclaimer. We have been very busy these past couple weeks, you know, with getting everything together. So we haven't really worked on topics, so... Oh, yeah, and we're getting married. still, And we're, like, still planning a wedding. So, like, that is still there, which is, like, stressful in itself. Planning weddings, I'm looking toward continuing education still haven't decided if i want to do that yet (laughs) (laughs) this looking at me this news to me (laughs) you still haven't decided if you want box is lying he for sure is doing that i do want to let's just have a heart to heart it's one o'clock let's just have a heart to heart let's be like super authentic hey pass me that cup real quick (laughs) (laughs) go ahead let's just open up what's up what you mean? You don't you don't know if you want to do it. Do you like that? Yeah, no, it's not that bad. Okay. I mean, it's not better than my usual, but it's not that bad. Okay. But 
No, I do. I really do want to. But I just don't. It's not like I have doubts. I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this. Like, I don't have doubts about continuing education, but I just have worries, I should say. Like, is that the same thing? (laughs) I mean, but you're going to have those type of thoughts in regard to anything that you do. But the worries I have is not anywhere related to education at all. Like, the education piece is easy for me. So what are you worried about? The tedium, being in school for another four years. I've been in school since I was four, five years old. But Box is like, all right, it's four years. You're going to do something with those four years. You know what I mean? Like, you're either going to be working or you're going to be in school. It's like four years of school, but then you're done. And you're going to be a doctor. And then there's, like, you're you're finished. It's then four what if years. I want another doctor? Then you want your own. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, Box, look. Four years with you getting this PhD was already stressful enough. Or is it six years? Or five. I haven't even started it yet. I'm just saying, that's what I would say if you told um, me you wanted to get a second one. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, I went with, I went through one with you. I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. I mean, it's like, all right, let me make this very clear, like as clear as my windows. I, I don't have an issue with school. I have an issue with structure of school telling me I have to be here at a certain time telling me what type of projects I need to work on telling me what to read like it's almost as if you don't have a say in it and I'm not super interested in it so at that point I'm kind of just doing it for the piece of paper if that makes sense I mean like don't get me wrong there are very interesting parts like especially in my master's program there's some interesting segments um a lot less than there are <laughs> like it's a lot less interesting moments than there are interesting moments but i mean i guess at this point it's really just weighing the pros and cons and figuring out what's best for you nobody nobody knows what's the best option for you but you i'm gonna just let god decide like i'm gonna continue with the process and if i'm supposed to be this is news to me though so that's crazy you just broke that on this podcast it's not news to you. Yes, it is. We've had this talk several times in this. No, you've always said, I want to be a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I do want to be a doctor, but I was just like, do I want to go to school for another four years? If you I can find pay a the program. To be the boss. Hey, the cost of boxed up being paid. Okay. Well, box. There's this topic I want to really talk about, and it's not even on topic, but since we're just having a hard time, I kind of really just want to go there really quickly. As I was saying, <laughs> we have been very busy, you know. Oh, yeah. Working with school, working with this podcast, getting the website situated. I'm working on business wedding. ventures. This is working on business ventures, taking entrepreneurship classes, holding it down, might I add. Like, she is really working on her. Um, I'm working on me. Shout out to Kristen. But yeah, with that being said, we can go ahead and get into these topics. I just wanted to say we've been busy. We haven't had time to really yeah. sit down and put together topics so this is just going to be a lighthearted um couple topics i have five seconds about 45 before i let nish get into her topic that she wants to discuss okay just a five second okay i don't have any make sure y'all go look at that tweet about kim jong-un just go check that out i'm sure that's it it. and that's sad 
That was embarrassing. That was because... so embarrassing. <laughs> That's my five seconds. I know Simone and Malcolm are happy five seconds. Okay, so this is like not even something me and Box even have down. Like we usually have organized um, topics and we like have a, a note like page that we share and like we, this is not on there, but I just kind of want to talk about it. So today I was texting Aulani. Shout out to you because I know you're listening. Um, and we were talking about the love languages. So this is something really interesting. And Box, I don't even think I talked to you about this, but... Probably not. I, I didn't. <laughs> don't say probably not. Box's so shady, y'all. He's so <laughs> shady. Um, but... So for my birthday, which I didn't get to really recap, but I will at the end. For my birthday, Box like went all out. He did an amazing job. It was a great birthday. And I started thinking about his birthday. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I gotta get Box all these gifts and like do all this stuff. And um, I asked Box, I said, what do you want for your birthday? And he goes, I just want to spend time with you. And I'm like, okay, but like what kind of gift? And it took me back to like the love languages thing. So today I took the quiz again because I'm like, I think one of the hardest things is realizing and I think this is a reason why a lot of relationships don't really work out is because you love people the way that you want to be loved Mm -hmm. instead of the way that they want to be loved. So for example, it's like, you're telling me like, yeah, I just want to spend time with you. But for me, it's like, um, okay. Like I need to find him like all these crazy amount of gifts, even though like that's not your love language. That's mine. And like, that's what I would want. You would be cool with spending time with me. And it's crazy. And I wish I had my results on me, but I don't. But it was like literally, it was gifts, words of affirmation. They were right next to each other. Um, Acts of service or maybe quality time, acts of service. And then physical touch got zero. And I was just like, this is so crazy because it's just like, it's so hard for me to grasp the concept of learning to love you the way that you want to be loved and not the way that I think I should love you. And it's like, it's, I mean, I don't think it's something that you ever grasp because like things change and you'll change and maybe the way you want to be loved will change. And I just think that's, it's something people should really take into consideration. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can definitely toss some (laughs) gifts this way. (laughs) Just because it ain't my love language. I don't mean I ain't going to appreciate it. Nah, but for real, I mean, like, I think the maximum you can score is 12 and I have my scores right here. Like, my quality time was an 11. So, that's just one off from the maximum. Like, quality time was my number one at 11. Then I had acts of service at 7. Words of affirmation at 6. Physical touch at 5. And then receiving oh gifts at gosh. 1. So, it's like, I mean, the the middle three, they're all kind of close in, in, um, close in relation. But then the but quality yeah. time is the huge outlier. And then... Gifts is my lowest, so it's just like... So that's interesting. So the one, the two that are basically the highest for me are not, like, really significant to you. I mean, words of affirmation, that's pretty significant. It's my third at number six. But it's your third. But it's just one less than my second. So do you ever find that challenging, like, that our love languages are, like, different? Not really, because... I. (laughs) (laughs) like with this okay as she mentioned hers is clearly her number one is clearly gifts but it's not like she wants oh but words of affirmation is right there yeah but it ain't like oh i want the most expensive shit like i want oh my bad i mean (laughs) 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 
I, I want the most expensive stuff. Um, I can be at the store and see a keychain with an S on it for 25 cents. And if I bring that to her, I feel like she would be just as happy. The fact that I thought about her and, you know, brought her a gift, something that reminded me of her. It's more of the significance, I feel, than yeah. it is the value when it comes to this. So that makes it easier. But um, I don't think it's hard. Like, I do think it's an interesting point you mentioned where we try to love people in our language as opposed to that. loving them in their language. And I was just talking about this at work last week. That's kind of funny. But you got to, you know, kind of have a, I won't say sacrifice your language for the sake of what they communicate, the language they communicate in, but kind of find a blend of the two. So if it's, if your language is gifts and then mine is quality time, like it can be a trade-off. Like, oh, I'll bring you a gift if you hang out with me cell phone free. Like, something <laughs> like that. Like, But I'm, what I, yeah, yeah, I get that. But what I'm saying is, like, people who are unaware. Because, I mean, at a point in my life, I knew nothing about love languages. I just knew, like, okay, this is what I want, so I'm going to treat this person this way. And I don't think, from the experience that I'm thinking of, I don't think that that was that person's love language, and it didn't work out well. So what I'm saying is, like, um... I think it's just important to know how somebody wants to be loved because when all you know, it's like for me, all I know is words of affirmation and gifts. So it's just like, okay, I'm going to love you that way. And then to another person, I just might be like, okay, well, yeah, you're like buying me gifts, but like you don't spend enough time with me or when we spend time together, you're on your phone. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's interesting. And then also, like, Alani oh, brought up a point about, like, love languages can change. And I'm like, so it's just, like, an, an a process that never ends. Like, you just always have to, like, be aware of how your partner wants to be loved. Yeah. It's just... And it's also, I thought about it, too, when I'm thinking about, when I was thinking about your birthday. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I have to get him all these gifts. Like, I have to, like... I don't know. It's just something that I've been thinking about today. I think I said it before on here, but everybody should take that quiz. We did say that, along <laughs> with that 11 personalities quiz. Oh, yeah. 16 personalities. Yeah, I got the same one as you. <laughs> That's funny. Campaigner? I yeah. Think. yeah. Oh, I told y'all, by the next time y'all heard us, I would have taken that quiz. So I'm expecting y'all to take that 16 personalities quiz, too, because I held myself accountable. I was honest with myself. I want you guys to take the love language quiz. Please do. I mean, I think is Even if you're single, because, like, I think it helps a lot when you're dating, too. Like, just to... I don't know. I think a lot of problems could be resolved or, you know, not... They wouldn't be as bad if you knew... How to how speak to, in their language. Yeah. Because it just might... You might be really... Ha like, you might have good intentions, but to them, they just don't understand where it's coming from. Because it's like, that's not how they see it. And I've even had clients like that. Um, I had a couple come and see me. One of them, their love language was clearly physical touch. And the other's love language was clearly words of affirmation. And, I mean, they didn't know anything about the love languages until I told them, I think, but... I could clearly see it like just based off what I was observing and the client whose love language was physical touch was basically trying to like not I'm not going to say force that upon but they were trying to 
use their love language as physical touch as a means to appeal to the other person's love language. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I don't want to be touched all the time. Like, sometimes I just want to hang out with you. Sometimes I want to be told that I look good, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was just interesting to note, like, you can even observe it in other people, like, in the way that they interact with each other. Are they really adhering to each other's love languages or are they loving the person the way that they want it, that they would want to be loved? And it's, I feel like it's so hard. You have to really learn how to love people, like, in the way that they a, need to be loved. There's a music song for that. What? Teach Me How to Love. Oh, I love that song. Really? Because you didn't catch the reference. Because I'm reading something right now. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. It's one o'clock in the, it's one, oh, never mind. That's, that's not, sorry, I'm really distracted. Remember that song? <laughs> It's five o'clock in the morning. You don't remember that song with T-Pain? I thought you was about to start singing Trap in the Closet. <laughs> no. Seven o'clock in the morning and the rays from the sun wake me. I kind of have another relationship topic, but I don't know if this is like, should we just move on to other topics? No, go ahead. Because, man, my topics are going to um, be really short. Okay. So it kind of also makes me think about, and this might be weird since like, we're engaged but I mean we had a life before we were engaged um how do you feel about like dating well prior to this how did you feel about dating potential because you know like a lot of times people will date somebody and it'll just be like what well I guess really what is the difference you know like because some people like really don't have their lives together but they're working on it and some people like you see the potential in them but they like I guess to what I'm trying to say is like when do you know that you're just dating potential and you're just like seeing something in them that they don't see or um whatever the opposite of that is it's one o'clock guys (laughs) I think they'll inadvertently tell you it's one o'clock on a Tuesday morning you know basically yeah it's Tuesday basically yeah it's Tuesday it's really early and we got stuff to do tomorrow like i gotta yeah. be at work in a seven hours yeah so. excuse me guys and i got a class but I mean, yeah to answer that question i think <laughs> <laughs> i think inadvertently wait what was the question again basically about dating potential oh i forgot where i was going with it i'm sorry guys it's really early I'm... inadvertently i think people will fall in love with potential. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily the opposite person's fault. It falls more on the person who did fall in love with potential because they're not really? showing you. Yeah, because they're not showing you the person that you think they can be. You're making that up in your head, essentially. And if you fall in love with potential, you could be like setting yourself up for a failure basically because what if they never reached the potential in which you fell in love with them with and you know i'm a very transparent person i did that like i saw something in someone in my past relationship like i saw something in someone that they didn't see in themselves and you know it was frustrating continuing to deal with that because it's like you don't understand like you could be such a good person but you just want to keep effing up like or you want to yeah keep making these silly mistakes and you want to keep what have you i think a lot of times that can be tricky like because you don't want to say like oh i'm just 
I'm not going to date this person because they don't have their life together. But then it does get to a point where you're just like, okay, like, am I dating potential? Or is there something really here? And I think that's a, by the time you get to that phase, you're already in. Like, by the time you get to the point, like, oh my gosh, like, is there, like, you know what I mean? Like, is there really something here? You're already in too deep. You're trapped. Yeah, and that, at that point, you just really are in love. So it's just like, oh my gosh, you could just be a terrible person, and I'm just going to see the best mm-hmm. in you. So it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dating potential. You know, at first when you said that, I thought you were talking about the idea of dating someone without the possibility of going to the next level. Oh, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Like, I mean, I'm not going to call it senseless dating. It just depends on what your preference just, that is. That makes sense coming from you. What? Because, like, you're just, like, a good guy. <laughs> so that makes sense, like, not wanting what? to senseless, senselessly date. Um, I never really had a dating, like, history. Like, I didn't really date a lot. So I could probably count on a couple, like, maybe one hand how many dates I've been on. I'd I say- mean, not including, like, the relate our relationship. Yeah, I was about to say because we didn't been on <laughs> eight hands. <laughs> Not including our relationship, but I'm saying like just before this, I could probably count on one hand how many dates I've been on in my 26 years. I've gone on. I've my I'm, fair you share ain't even got to say it, box. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like to consider myself a lot different than. I mean, I'm not a pick. This sounds like some real pick me stuff, but it's not. Like, I'm a lot different than what most people see on Twitter. Pick me, pick me, pick me. (laughs) Because, like, when, you know, when I was in the dating phase, I wasn't the type to gas up a whole bunch of people and sell them dreams. Like, I would tell them from the jump, like, hey, (laughs) this is what it is. Like, this is what it's going to be. And if you're not going, if you're not down with that, then that's cool, too. Like, we can still be cool but we're not going to be able to go to the next level. And if you fall for me, there's a possibility that I may not catch you. So I was always upfront with people. And I think that that helped people to respect me a little more. But you know what? A lot of times when guys are upfront with you, um, I'm not going to speak for all girls, but a lot of girls will take it as, bro, it makes it worse, bro. It does. You don't have to tell me, I like say, me yeah. and my homies know, like, when you are more honest with a woman, she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, like I appreciate I mean, his honesty. He kept it real with yeah. me. Like, or yeah. they, or you have the other half of people who are like, "Oh yeah, you may be like that now, but I'll be mm-hmm. the one to change you." Women always believe that we can change somebody, and I'm a victim of that as well. Yeah, you are. Anyway, not me though. I don't need changing. I need nurturing. Anyway, um, we always believe that we can change people and um i don't know i watched a really interesting video on facebook today and it was of this teacher and she was talking to her students and she was just like you know any person that's meant to be in your life whether it's relationship or friendship like you're not gonna have to force it you're not gonna have to chase them like and she was talking about how men like when men want something like they are gonna pursue it relentlessly like you're gonna know and i remember hearing that when I was a teenager, like, oh, like, when a man wants you, like, you'll know, like, he'll pursue you, like, you, there'll be no doubt in your mind. And, I mean, it's definitely true. If I could, I mean, I don't really like to hand out advice, because it's like, who am I to be just giving people advice? But, um, I definitely believe that when a man 
really wants to be with you and like he, he knows like his intentions with you um nothing will stand in his way and so i don't know i think a lot of times we have an idea of what we want or where we see our life looking like and we're just like okay I'm just gonna fight this to the death and like make this happen make this a thing and most times you end up really unhappy and you just like keep fighting to get something that it's not gonna happen ever you just keep hurting yourself yeah a lot of people try to force it but it's hard I mean you're young it's hard not to especially I guess more so with girls but I guess maybe that's a sexist statement but to the original point. What about dating potential? Yeah, I thought you Goodness. were talking about. <laughs> I mean, because we kind of derailed, but um. I did think that you were talking about like senseless dating, because you know how you see on the internet a lot of people will say, "Oh, I'm not dating anybody anymore unless I see them being a potential husband or a wife." I, don't I thought think you that's meant bad. like that, like what dating to get married? No, I don't think that's bad. That's not senseless dating. I'm talking about like. I'm not even going to say it's senseless, but people who, I mean, it really all comes down to priority, like preference. Um, if you want to mess around and like not necessarily look to settle down, like that's cool. I mean, that's your decision. But you just have to be open yeah. about it. And honest. Because like the other person deserves to know that. But, and I think that a lot of times people get hurt because they don't communicate and they don't say, like, okay, look, this is what I want. And, you know, a lot of, I think, hearts could be saved if people were just honest. Yeah, that's, I think that's all the, like, off-topic topics I have. I just, like, was in, like, a relationship-talking mood. No, nah, that's cool because, I mean... Like I said, my topics, they're, <laughs> well, one of them is already outdated because, you know, I had it on the agenda for last week, but then we took a break for obvious reasons, and then uh, the rest are just kind of, kind of chill. All right, well, let's get a little personal then. Did you ever use, like, okay, I'm pretty sure all these topics are, okay, I'll just tell you which topics, but this topic is prior to us being the other. Did you ever use dating apps, and what are your thoughts on dating apps? I did in, like, when I was really young. How young is really young? <laughs> like, middle school. There was dating apps in middle school? Me and my dog, bro. I'm actually calling him out, too, because I wasn't the only one. Uh, Lemon. Alex Lemon. <laughs> <my nigga. laughs> we would be in his house and just... This is when Tagged was, like, super... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember Tagged. But it wasn't really, like, a dating app tagged, at that time. No. It was, like, a chat room. I'm talking about Tinder and, like, all the swipe left, swipe right nah, things. Nah, I couldn't get down with that. Why? Because, well... I'm sorry. Excuse me. Times have changed, man. It's some perverts out there, bro. Like, what does somebody try to set you up? Um, I've never used a dating app. It'd be somebody... Posing as a girl, then when I pull up, That's there's true. four or five guys with guns out trying to rob me. I've never used one, but um, I did tell myself when I got older, a few years older, that I would do join um, like a dating website. I wasn't opposed to it, but um, I mean... This was going to go on Christian faith, Christian mingle. I probably was. <laughs> 
I have no problem with it. I remember Los Carlos was telling me to go on. What is it for farmers? Farmers got one too. He was telling me to go on the farmers meet. Basically, I forgot what it's called, but it was funny. He used to always <laughs> tease me and say that. Um, you look like a plenty of fish kind of gal. I don't know what that means, but it seems shady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I, that is. I, no, I wasn't on any of them um, because I'm just kind of old in my thinking. And I liked meeting guys through my friends because it's like, all right, they kind of, when you meet a guy through your friend, it's like, okay, like, okay, well, somebody knows them and like, they got to be at least kind of decent. Mm-hmm. So it's better than meeting a guy on Twitter or on Facebook. And it's just like, Ooh, I don't know. There's a Jero lyric for that. What? I'm going to save it because, you know... Me you and already said it, actually. Me and Malka are cooking up something. Oh, gosh. Anyways. Um, but, yeah. I know a lot of people who do use dating apps. I just don't know. I I kind of think about the state of dating now. And although dating is fun, dating can be very draining and, like, not fun. I'm very happy to be like in this place where I'm not dating somebody like or dating like people like I'm just like in something. And oh no, you are dating. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just saying like, you know, I don't have to like impress you on the dates. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you're already impressed, so now it's just like, dang modesty. <laughs> You might as well start singing Pia Mia. Are you not impressed? I mean, I might be. Are you not impressed? Are you not entertained? <laughs> um. Okay, so then another thing just about dating. This is my... Uh, after this box, it's all You've been on you. going off for 20 minutes. I'm so sorry. My last thing. What do you... This is so personal, so if you don't want to answer, it's cool. But you can either answer now or prior. What do you think... Your biggest, like, flaw is, like, in a relationship. Like, character flaw. And I can go first if you want. Uh, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> my biggest flaw or is... Or in dating. you can t- Or in dating. Either or. In dating? Or a relationship. Because I don't want to make you, like... I'm not trying to basically say, like, oh, yeah, Box, what's the... What's the, Do you do wrong in our relationship? I'm not trying to say that. But I'm just saying in general. Like, a common thing. I mean, if you are trying to say that, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, just like a common theme my biggest flaw if i'm being honest with myself it's accountability i don't like being wrong i don't like being the blame for something so i i won't i don't think that i pass blame as a means to get out of blame but i think that i'll find ways to basically show that i'm not in the wrong I won't be like, oh, you're in the wrong because blah, 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 blah. I'll instead say, oh, I can't be in the wrong because this doesn't make sense in this regard. If it, you know, you hold this up to this light, then it just doesn't add up. Or I'll just like poke holes to determine how I'm not wrong. Um, So accountability, I don't like taking blame. I don't like being in the wrong. All right. I'm honest with myself. I mean, that's something I'm. That was very honest. (laughs) It's something I'm continuing to work on. Like, it's still a growing process. Yeah. But. I don't know. I just am so, like, I've just been thinking a lot about the dating process and, like, dating niche. And, like, I mean, I didn't really date, but, like, things that I wish I would have done differently or, like, things that I wish I would have um, 
realized about myself. So, yeah, thanks for going through this. Nah, what's that flaw? Dating this? <laughs> that ain't no, nah, I want to <laughs> no, hear this. Okay, um, my flaw, mm. dating this or relationship this? Dating this. I didn't date. Well, um, I didn't give anybody dating niche didn't give anybody any chances. Dating niche just I was so stuck on what I thought was gonna work and what I thought was gonna be. Like I had this plan and I'm like, okay, I don't care. Like anybody trying to talk <coughs> to me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I need to cross drop, baby. Oh, don't call me baby now. <laughs> You know, Box is so shady, and I'm not going to even match his shadiness. You just can hear me being the bigger person. Um, I can't be the bigger person. I'm only 5'4". And yet, I still have to reach <laughs> and stand on my tiptoes to be the bigger person. Um, my biggest character flaw in my relationship... Um, I get really mad. <laughs> or is that an understatement? <laughs> I get really mad. And, um... I wish y'all could see how tightly sealed my lips are. <laughs> right but also, it takes... It's a build-up. Like, Box, like... He likes to... I like to what? I think you like seeing me mad. I think you like secretly just like. You ever heard that Neo song? Yeah. (laughs) Is that you? No. (laughs) You're probably just like, oh yeah, she's getting mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, also it's just like, I I think a lot. I overthink. I like always, I'm afraid I'm going to make a bad choice. So it's like, I'm constantly like just thinking, 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 thinking and. I mean, that's just like a character flaw in general, not even relationship or dating niche, but mm-hmm. just niche in general. I like think so much and I'm very stubborn. So it's like, I have an idea. I want it to be that. And sometimes you really just have to like let life happen the way it's supposed to. Okay, guys, I'm out of this rabbit hole. Thank you for bearing with me <laughs> through all these odd relationship questions. Now back to regularly scheduled programming. Okay. Um, I mean, my topics are real short. I really didn't have much to say. Um, I was upset about the Manhattan motorist attack in New York. You know, the fact that, well, I guess it said Manhattan. I didn't have to mention New York. But (laughs) (laughs) um, I just found it interesting how, you know, well, essentially he drove into the park area biker trail and, you know, hit some, some unsuspecting pedestrians and killed one of them. And the issue that I found was, you know, I mean, of course, I'm speaking sarcastically right now, but he didn't even get out of the car after hitting the pedestrian and they were already labeling him a terrorist. Like the second people caught wind of this, well, he was, a, you know, a, of the Islamic faith. So he was a Muslim. So people Im- immediately started pointing a finger, pulling a terrorist card It's an act of terrorism you know it was a cowardly terrorist move but when the shooting the mass shooting happened in las vegas 
to this day, they still haven't labeled the a terrorist attack. Shooter. Yeah, he was a good guy. Evil. When they said he was evil and blah blah blah, it's just like he he's a terrorist. Music. He's a terrorist. He's a terrorist too. And I just, I mean, that's my only two cents. Like, if they're a person of color, they're immediately labeled a terrorist, a monster, a gangster, a thug, what have you. But if they don't look like a person of color. They're safe. And I mean, I know, I know you guys have seen the tweet, like, oh, like people of color are terrorists and blah 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 and whatever. But <clears throat> I mean, it's just frustrating because it literally is the narrative that they continue to force on us. It's just like they, like they know we're we're hip to it, and they just keep doing it. Yeah, it's just like you don't want to like. It's like we know what you're doing. Yeah. Yet here you are doing it again. Just like the terrorist who shot up the church in Texas. It's just mm-hmm. like, that is disgusting. But he was, he's still, but he's still not a terrorist. It's just, it's pathetic. It's crazy it's how the media it's... tries to flip it. But yeah, that's all I want to say about that. Um, I had a question for you. Okay. Regarding Chris Brown. Because oh. he just dropped a 45 song album. And I'm not going to lie, you know, a good portion of it was fire from what I heard. Yes. But, um... You know, he got a lot of backlash based off of his historical past. You know, being labeled a... a Excuse me. Sorry, you're fine. But being labeled an abuser, so to speak. Not even so to speak. He is really regarded as an abuser, a domestic violence inducer, whatever you want to call it. Um, So I just want to ask you, like, what's your take on separating the artist from the message you wonder what's crazy i was about to like i was gonna try to make this a topic like just now i was thinking that i was talking about gonna talk about the kevin spacey thing but this is good thank you for asking so this is going to be a very unpopular opinion and i feel like people are gonna judge me but you know chris brown is pretty good i don't think that album for me it's so hard to separate the artist and Chris Brown. But Chris Brown, whether you like him or not, it's like you cannot deny the talent that that man has. Yeah. Chris Brown released 45 tracks and only over like three songs <clears throat> were features. Yeah, features only three on. features and I mean it's a pretty good album. Yeah. For 45 tracks, like it's a pretty good album. I thought so. I'm pretty pleased with it. Everybody was like, it's going to be skip, 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 skip. No. I didn't do much skipping. I didn't do much skipping either. It's like, if you're being honest with yourself, it's pretty good. Um, one thing that I read recently on Twitter, somebody said something about Chris Brown has publicly admitted that he did it. He's apologized. He's like been to therapy, like all this stuff. He's done all this stuff. These pedophiles and rapists in Hollywood, they're like not even admitting to doing these things. Like... The, Louis C.K. did. But I'm just saying, a lot of them are not even admitting to doing these things. Like, they're, like... It's just, for me, why are we... Well, not us in particular, but why are people being so... Passive, I guess, with these people. With certain people. But with, like, Chris Brown and Bill Cosby, it's like, oh, no, be swift. We We hate them. We're boycotting them. They're this, they're this, they're that. I mean, Bill Cosby and Chris Brown also, I don't think should be put on the same level, but it's just like, 
with them, it's just like, oh, well, we don't know. Like, I've seen people on Twitter say, well, we don't know, and blah, 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 and, well, they're going to counseling, and they want to get help. Well, anybody who would do something like that should probably get counseling and get help. Um, Chris Brown, he has his own set of issues, Mm -hmm. because, I mean, I thought that he got better, and then when he... I found out he hit Karuchi and he was like stalking her and that's not cool. So it is terribly, terribly hard to separate the artist from the person. And people make me feel bad for liking Chris Brown. They're like, oh, you're a girl, you're a black woman and you like Chris Brown. It's just like, I mean. It's just the society we live in, man. Like if you demean women or if you abuse women physically, I mean, but rape is physical assault, too, physical abuse, so I don't understand. I mean, I like, where I was going with that was, <clears> you know, sad as it is, we live in a rape culture. Like, yeah. it's, it's not even an argument. Like, we live in a very rape culture, rape-heavy culture, um, to the point to where people victim blame. We're getting nail polish to dip into a drink in order to determine if it was spiked like why not just teach people not to spike drinks instead of right why do i have to go through all this yeah but it's like i mean as sad as it is we live in a rape culture so if you're hitting women that's not okay but if you're raping them that's cool and i mean that's just i mean if you're raping them you just need to get counseling Yeah, you need to get counseling it's just like i don't know it's just we have different standards for different people and it's not cool and i'm not saying any of them are okay like it's all wrong it's not levels to wrong but it's just like if we gonna treat this person this way and be like no matter what they do and how they try to fix themselves we're not ever gonna support chris brown then we need to be the same way with all these other who was the guy oh my gosh he like he did something with some kids and like they didn't even take his show off of tv and they took the cosby show off oh my gosh I'm gonna look it up but there was somebody they took they were like they did something with some kid and their show was not taken off TV but the second all the Cosby stuff happened like it was off TV and I'm not saying that I'm not sitting here being protecting Bill Cosby but what I am saying is like we need to have that same energy across the board for if you're gonna everybody hold him accountable, everyone needs everybody to be needs to be held yeah. accountable I don't think it's cool People, I don't know. People of color, man, we always are the example. Always the example. But to go back to Chris Brown, it's just, it is so hard because he'll make an amazing album and then he'll, like, go, like, do something crazy. And it's just like, oh, Chris Brown, like, you make it so hard to I mean, like you. I understand that, though, because... When A Boogie and PNB Rock and all them, like when they did that vow, <laughs> that vile behavior, I'm not even going to speak on what that act was. You know. But when they did that, like I was super salty. You don't do that to the bass guy. But I'm like, man, A Boogie, you know that no comparison and that say A is just really, really fire right now. <laughs> like, I don't want to stop listening to that just because that happened. But. Like you said, you make it hard to you, yeah. to support you when you do stuff like that. But I, I can't stop listening to the music. Um, that just makes me think about when I met Little B. Completely off topic, but yeah, that makes me think about that. Anyway, big <laughs> shout out to everybody who <laughs> held it down this week. Um, 
you know, special thanks again to Burn for helping us out, man. We can't say that we appreciate you enough. Um, big shout out to everybody who's still listening, liking, rating, subscribing. Shout out to y'all who will be checking out our website. It's still under construction, so don't judge too yeah, harshly. Yeah, don't be too harsh, guys. Um, oh, huge shout out to Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah. First black woman to host SNL. Comedian. First right? black comedian? I thought it was the first black woman. I thought it was the first black comedian. I don't know. Bugs. First black female comedian? Yeah. I mean, either way, like, it's still <laughs> she, a... She, she got a big honor, bro. <laughs> yeah, she an honor. <laughs> and she held it down. I mean, that's... I actually meant to segue into that when you were talking about Kevin Spacey. And, oh. like, I had brought up Louis C.K. because... Do you watch House of Cards? No. I Me tried either. to get into it. I really couldn't. A lot of people are upset. Like, and I remember um, somebody was saying, like, am I am I wrong? Because, like, I don't... Like, I thought about the show, too. Like, and they didn't want how the show will be affected. I'm like, no. Like, that's that's normal, I feel like. She said, if your thing thing is out and her clothes is on, you wrong. It sounds about right. So, shout out to you, Tiff. Um, you making some nice waves in the game. Continue to keep it going. That's all What's you have on your list? That's really all I have, man. Tyrese, quit crying about your daughter, and then when you get the chance to go see her, you don't go. Oh. <laughs> Oops, did I let that slip? That was awkward. Um, I think that's all I have. That's all I got, man. Thanks it's for tuning late, in. guys. Yeah, we trying to go to bed, yo. It's about to be 2 o'clock. Subscribe on iTunes and you can follow us on Twitter at Case Rotation. You can follow me on Twitter at Spinzo. That's S P I N Z Z Z O. You can follow me at Box Jetson. That's B O X X J E T S O N. Um, and if you guys have any suggestions for topics or like things you want us to talk about, you can definitely send those in to us. We're going to have a guest sometime soon. We don't know exactly when. But we're going to have our first guest. I might have to close out with this track. <laughs> okay, you guys, another disclaimer. Not a rapper. Definitely a singer. Can't wait to share that with you guys because that's a talent that some people don't know I have. Not a rapper. So don't judge me too harshly. She's a rapper and a singer. So, yeah, don't judge me. She's a, <laughs> she's a rapper and a singer, though. Anyway. I hope you guys got the sign. Leave a stand. I hope you guys like it, and yeah, we'll be back next week. Stay up, man. Stay tuned into our every outlet we got. Oh we my gosh! Yeah, my my YouTube also. We're gonna add that to the the website. Yep. We'll be doing more of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week. And really quick, um, I want to say big shout out to my sister Regina because she is featured on our song too. She is the infamous Ballin'. And the so- reason behind the title of the track, Ballin'. Riding through my old hood faded. Niggas happy I made it. Boy. That's what I call real love. Riding through my old hood faded. Boy. Niggas ain't mad that I made it. Uh-uh. That's what a nigga call real love. Y'all niggas way too jaded. What? Fiance planning vacations. Hoes throwing shade, we shaded. Uh-uh. 
Out of here. Can't even hear how you feel, love. So high, I need spaceships. Young spin stay with the sauce. And you know she dealing with a boss. Hoes look down at her left hand. Now they trying to ask what it costs. Goddamn hand on frost. That's a dub by default. And one side back, little spins, oh. Don't know how I fit to take a louse. A lot of shit different now. A lot of hoes sneak dissing now. Saw some new pics of my old ho. Realized I wasn't missing now. I'm on the mission now, road to the top of shorter distance now I don't even check my mentions now, too focused on my vision now Back at it like it's 04, ain't wrote a rap since I was 14 Not even in the rap game, but these rap can't see me Podcast, my vlog's popping, picking up this pen now Hands up, it's a hands down, Spinzo got the box crown Put this ring on my finger, you see it before you see me Let me show you how much of a boss young spin can be Talk down on me, but keep up with me It's a fan Hater, they flock together, call it good vibes It's a scam Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Ice cream cone like I'm Gucci Mane. Spin got the sauce, I ain't leave a stain.